Welcome to the brand new show of Wire Tales, where we explore journeys of people who follow their hearts. Indian Air Force and Mrs. India seems like two extreme worlds. One with the hardships to ensure safety of the nation, while the other reflecting the shimmer of the glamour world. Shruti Chauhan has merged these two worlds with her hard work, determination, and desire to fulfill her dreams. A wing commander in the Indian Air Force, 16 years in the service. and second runner up of mrs india inc world beauty pageant 2021 she believes in giving it your all she is soon to represent india in mrs galaxy competition in chicago usa in our conversation with shruti we explored her journey experiences and dreams thank you so much for uh, joining with us and a big congratulations for being second runner up in uh, Mrs India Inc World Beauty Pageant 2021 I'm really amazed by your journey so far from being a wing commander to being a winner in a beauty pageant so tell us more about the journey of Shruti um, thank you so much for uh, your wishes and thanks again for uh, the compliment what you are giving and uh, as to talk about my uh, journey uh, journey has been filled with a uh, lot of emotions and a uh, lot of hard work as well firstly uh, to start with uh, the journey uh, i won't say it was difficult but yes it was different you know uh, being in defense forces for past 16 years that is 10 years plus one and a half year of training so um, everything in life was about uh, flying coming back home taking care of your family then again back to flying yeah some on vacations here and there uh, but uh, nothing uh, for my personal growth as such i mean talking about very personal yes. Pers- uh, growth was definitely yes uh, happening in defense forces but that was specific to the defense forces but uh, if you talk about my own contentment what i wanted to do uh, this was the journey which i think i wanted to take from a long time i wanted to go on this journey for a long time and uh, this uh, journey uh, was good for me because uh, generally you don't get people around you who support you so uh, in office uh, i got huge amount of support uh, unlike uh, many other places where people don't support you my boss was really amazing my colleagues and everyone were really amazing uh, to help me in the sense that you know when i had to reschedule my flying timings because of there were few classes and uh, online projects were going on for us to train for mrs india so uh, every day for two to one and a half months our training was gone right from physical to holistic to makeup to grooming to walking session how to dress up decide everything so uh, in that sense my office colleagues and my boss they were really supportive and not once i had to cancel my class or uh, ask for extra fee no i just told them the schedule and the timing and everything was taken and also i always mentioned that um, my daughter she's 11 years old she was always so excited about the journey and 
she was more particular about what I'm doing, how am I doing things. So yes, this journey is uh, is mixed with a lot of emotions. So uh, tell our listeners a bit more about how was your childhood and how it was growing up as a kid. Uh, my um, childhood, I grew up in a very small town of uh, Aurangabad, Maharashtra, uh, wherein uh, it's famous for Ajanta Lura Cave, it's a world yes. heritage site. So uh, for us, weekends used to be uh, usually taking uh, some of one or the other relatives to the same places. Uh, and uh, one very important thing in my life uh, is that uh, I have a lineage of a freedom fighter. My grandfather was a freedom fighter. And later on, uh, he came into politics and became a minister as well. Gujarat, Maharashtra and Andhra Pradesh was one thing. So uh, I have uh, grown up listening to his stories of uh, how he fought with British, how he uh, broke the jail and you know, those kind of stories. So I always uh, had this adrenal rush listening to him. And uh, uh, my uh, father, he wanted to join forces but uh, he uh, unfortunately suffered polio when he was young. And he could not join forces. So. Uh, and I have done uh, NCC, I visited Maharashtra, uh, uh, all over India for Republic Day Parade. I've commanded Republic Day Parade on Rajpal. So these were the few things which uh, led me to join Health Forces. And uh, I have a younger brother. I was more privileged as compared to my younger brother. <laughs> my younger brother is still underprivileged. And I was the more pampered kid. I was more taken care of. Not that taken care of, but yes, I was pampered. So I always uh, used to just wish for things and it used to happen in my house. And I just wished after my engineering that I want to join different courses. And uh, everybody was very supportive. Not even one question asked that why do you want to join different courses or something like that. So uh, now the show stopped the question. How did Mrs. India happen? Um, Mrs. India actually happened. You know, it's just kind of a, a coincidence. We were going for a, a show in Bangalore along with one of a few of my juniors and she got this forward from somewhere that registered to become next Mrs. India world and I was sitting next to her and her name is Nikita and she says ma'am I think you apply karna chahiye. so I said like ah please joke here I was like uh, acha joke hai. so she's like no I'm serious you should apply uh, and I'm like acha chal chike we'll see so by the time we reached the venue for the uh, show she had already applied because obviously she knew basic details that, you know, her name, number, email and phone number. So she applied and she also paid the registration fee, which okay. I was not aware. So after two, three months, when the email and the call came for audition, I was surprised. I was like, okay, this is uh, now a serious business. So when uh, she believed so much in me and she um, had faith that I would do justice to this thing and I have the caliber. Uh, so, uh, and uh, though she was younger to me, she had this foresight that, you know, that not uh, many women in defense would take the step to go, uh, step into the glamour world at this age. When, wherein people usually come out of glamour world at this age, wherein I am right now. And this is the time uh, I actually stepped in. So that was uh, one small incident which actually led me to uh, do, uh, you know, take the step of becoming, uh, you know, trying to get into ease rather than wearing boots. Yes. So, uh, coming from a defense background, preparing for the patient uh, might not have been a very easy task. So, how did you do it? How did you go for it? 
I uh, always believed that uh, you know whatever you do, you need to enjoy the process. If you keep worrying, if you keep worrying about the end process, you will not enjoy what you're doing right now. And my family definitely believes this. So uh, the grooming part, uh, the uh, make, uh, teaching us makeup and everything was taken care by our association, Senior Inc. And uh, talking about the person preparations of uh, question answers. So every day uh, when I used to come back, my husband used to sit with a set of questions and we used to sit and discuss as in uh, what can be a better answer, how can you, you know, modulate and choice of words. And uh, uh, about the catwalk, uh, I used to come home and my daughter used to be ready with heels. Like, okay, mama, these are your heels now, get out of boots and start walking. So there's just time, uh, whole four, five hours, whenever I'm home, uh, I used to be walking on heels. Even it used to look very funny, I used to cook while I was wearing heels. Yeah. So that I get uh, used to wearing heels for long. And then uh, she used to record my walk. She used to uh, then uh, look at the YouTube videos of the top models of the world and she used to compare and she used to tell me. So these are the things we did uh, at uh, my home. And uh, major fun factor for me was taking time for myself out of the uh, schedule, which I never thought is important. So the, the main thing which I learned in all of this journey is that, you know, uh, one thing or one person who is most important is yourself. If you do what makes you happy, everybody else around you will be. If you're not happy and you keep doing things for stuff, uh, things for others, like for your daughter, for your family, for your office, for the nation, and you're not happy doing that, there's no point doing it. Because yes. the outcome will not be proportional to that. So this is exactly what I did. I took time out of my uh, flying, my normal fitness routine and everything. I took time to sit down, think about myself, what I need to change, how I need to change and why I need to change. So this is exactly what I tell, uh, especially uh, female who are around me and whoever talk to me, is that uh, don't shy away from keeping yourself in an important position. That's what all of us do. I tell my mom, I tell my mother-in-law, I tell my friends. Like, you are the most important person. Yes. So this is what all of us need to do. Give importance to yourself. And rest, everything will be taken. I'm not, uh, by any means, I'm not uh, telling people or women to be selfish. No. Do your work, whatever is required. Do your duties. But don't forget that keeping yourself happy, keeping yourself in a good mood is also very important. This is what I did in the journey, and this is how I took time off. And so it was good fun. Normal change from my daily routine of flying, parade, being in uniform. It was a good change for me. Uh, so you have also been working for certain social causes. Please share your yes. experiences about them, and maybe some of the uh, harsh realities that you might have realized uh, working for these causes. See, um, I'm in defense forces. So, uh, first time uh, when the reality struck me was uh, when I lost my coastmate in an Ambala uh, air crash. Uh, it was, uh, I think, uh, about the time when Rangde Basindi was released. And exactly a similar case had happened. When my coastmate uh, near Ambala, uh, he crashed and he uh, altered his post and 
uh, crashed in an empty field to save the villagers. So that was the time it actually struck me and the kind of things his family faced. So that was, you know, it really shook me from within that we need to do something for people, like for our people, what we are suffering. You know? So um, I try and manage, uh, you know, collect funds for especially kids who don't have families to support after their uh, father or mother are no more martyred. And we have these few associations formed uh, within uh, our defense forces who help. So we have been doing this. Uh, the difficulty what we actually face is like, you know, people uh, want to say, stay in a safe environment. Yes. All the civilians I would say. But they are not aware of the hardships what people face. Normal hardships, like if a, a Fauji wants to come back home, he might not get a reservation. He'll be taking a matola bed, So, but you know, uh, these special, uh, but people don't have that kind of empathy to understand and probably, you know, give at least half of the seat for that job to sit home, sit and go back to his family. Not realizing that he's been sitting on border for one, one and a half year away from his family, not celebrating any of the festivals, nothing. So, uh, being part of the same organization, I felt about uh, doing something. So this is the cause actually, uh, you know, I started uh, to work for. And uh, what actually pains me from within is like, you know, we would go uh, over a weekend, spend thousands and thousands uh, over one club night, drink five bottles and spend again 10,000 on one night. But if you ask for a donation to somebody, like, you know, just give 500 rupees for one particular cause. People will give you thousands of reasons why they cannot spend that five minutes. It really uh, is shocking many times. That, you know, people have, uh, I would say, it's not chota dil hai. He paasso rupay bhi nahi khach kar sakte for a chap or for his family who spends so much for you. Who's, who's, who's giving his youth, who's spending the precious moments he could spend with his family. But he chose not to do it for you. For his motherland. People don't get the gesture. So I try and uh, make people aware about these particular causes. And I've been also raising funds for my birthday, for my daughter's birthday, you know, for different particular causes. So that's what we've been doing. And I learned this from my mom because uh, she always used to do this charity work. In spite of me being a middle class family, she always believed in this charity. And um, I studied from Mumbai. So uh, there were times where we used to travel in Mumbai from particular places where those places were uh, known for, they were kind of known as red light area, where all the sex workers used to stay. So there were times when uh, I passed from there and then I realized the kind of life the kids of the social workers live. Yeah. I would say they don't live, they don't have a life. Because uh, they struggle with basic things like having a father's name. Now the rules have changed that, you know, you can register with your mother's name in school. But uh, we've seen in so many movies, we've seen so many places where people struggle to have a name. So, but you don't have an identity to start with. Once you don't have an identity to start with, how will you survive in the world? You might just uh, dodge that particular part that your mother is a sex worker. You might get into school. You might form, you know, some image for yourself. But how do you start with if you don't have a name? So, you know, we have been working with the organizations who help kids get into uh, 
different schools and organizations wherein uh, their particular background are not uh, you know kind of it's not a taboo for them even if they are it's absolutely okay it's none of their fault or rather um, if uh, their mother is a sex worker it's none of their fault they sh- he didn't choose or rather the kid didn't choose occupation for the parents right yeah. so why should the kids suffer yeah. so these are few particular causes we've been uh, trying to rather i've been trying to work on and uh, let's see sometimes i'm successful sometimes i'm still struggling to find the funds still struggling and you know like i'm still struggling for one of the kids to get into a particular school you know so that uh, the kid can start a good education i'm still working on it even today i have to you know get for those documentation and start working rather collect documentation and talk to authorities for the kid to get into a good school when we think about indian air force we imagine uh, the thrill of flying high into the sky uh, and also the tough training sessions so what have been some of your best experiences and maybe some of the challenges uh, being a part of the indian air force for the past 16 years experiences many of them because uh, i love uh, sports i love challenges and uh, no experiences yeah i'll tell you a very funny incident you know we were in academy and we had this uh, cross country race coming and uh, so i have been a marathon runner so uh, but my husband then was not my husband so he didn't know that i am a cross country so as he mazak mazak me ki acha ye kya bhag lenge and you know that kind of thing he used to keep making fun of me so when we started running and uh, then you know we real, uh, he realized that okay uh, ye to bahut acche se bhag lete hain that kind of thing and then eventually it happened that you know i was uh, one of the gold medalists and uh, he was because uh, he thought ki we had to follow a particular track and i knew because we had practiced on a particular track so i knew he is gaon se aise jana hai so my husband uh, then thought ki acha isko to koi rasta pata nahi hoga so i took a particular route and he took another and he got lost and he and i reached a time and then when he reached oh, race was almost half race was over half the people had already reached and then he realized ki oops na to galat raste pe chala gaya tha so that was one very funny incident where uh, just probably now we take it in a, a funny way because now we are married so but that time it was very hilarious and, uh, you know that you know some guy really killing me kya chhe isko to rasta bhi nahi pata hoga bhag bhi nahi dega and i end up getting a gold medal and he was nowhere uh, you know because he thought that following a girl would probably demean me so mai apna rasta dhoon lunga us type so and he got lost and uh, so these are this is just one funny incident like and uh, challenges as such i we i'll tell you what something about air force air force is a majorly uh, technology oriented force and if you see any technology uh, technology doesn't define that if it's a male oriented job or a female oriented job true right so uh, when i'm sitting on a computer and programming something so uh, is it defined that a male uh, will do a better programming at the same time uh, when i am flying a machine the machine is not aware if i am being driven by a female or a male exactly that ideology is followed in air force so when we train um, they train us in the same way as a male cadet or a male officer train whatever uh, promotions we have whatever exams we give 
everything is gender neutral. So after coming into Air Force, uh, I never, you know, um, thought, I never got any discrimination. I was always pushed wherein they thought that what capability I have, I'll do good in that. I was always pushed ahead. Irrespective of um, the time of the day, irrespective of positions, irrespective of um, whatever others thought. You know? It is, uh, if you have capability, you will be uh, merited, you will be uh, applauded. So, uh, challenges as such, uh, not any challenge I would remember. Yes, a personal challenge after I gave birth to my daughter, it was difficult for me uh, to come back to my daily routine because after I had, I had gained a lot of weight after my pregnancy. That was one personal challenge I had to face. But uh, again, hats off to the uh, Indian Air Force because they have been really amazing and uh, they have never ever made me feel that, you know, because I'm a female, I cannot do this Never. And that is the exact reason where me presently being serving, uh, presently serving in defense, they gave me permission to participate in Mrs. India. Wherein uh, normally uh, people would not even ask for permission. I asked for permission and they were more than happy to give me permission because they realized that this is also a part of my life. I have given so much to defense. So why? There has to be one reason why they should not allow me. There was no reason. So they, they gave me permission and I'm really happy. That they gave me permission. If they wouldn't have given me permission, I wouldn't have been able to participate. So yes, that way I've been lucky that I chose flying as a career. So as you would be uh, representing India in the Mrs. Galaxy in Chicago soon, so how are your preparations going on? Uh, preparations as such, what we're doing is uh, I'm continuing my fitness routine because yes, obviously I need to. Uh, maintain myself in shape. That's not one of the criteria for Mrs. But yes, uh, that is my personal goal to stay fit and stay in a particular shape. And uh, my organization, is, uh, Mrs. India Inc. is doing pretty well and they've been uh, giving us assignments like, you know, we, we have to study different patients, what they are doing, how are the patients are being conducted and why do you think that a particular winner is a winner and why do you think the other uh, person is not a winner. So we have been getting these kind of assignments to study and uh, you know, working on question answers, working on homing. It, it, it is country. And also, uh, Mrs. Galaxy, uh, the patient which I am uh, going for, they big time believe in social cause, what you stand for. Yes. And uh, so, yes, my social cause, my social work is country. So uh, we are doing both of it. And the physical training will start uh, after this, probably the COVID uh, dies down a bit because the event is in August. So the, my physical training for about a month will start in June, end of July 1st, which is before the patient. Otherwise, we are doing homework. Uh, so one message for all the listeners out there who are trying to explore diverse career paths, just like you, uh, would you like to give any message? I would say uh, focus on one thing at a time. Don't try to get your hands on 10 things. Because in that case, you are not going to give 100% attention and 100% dedication in, the, in all the 10 things. Focus on one thing at a time. You decide what is important right now. If you have financial backup, then yes, you can, you know, probably try two or three things together. 
but not more than 15 minutes because you will not be able to give your 100% in that. And if at all you decide to give uh, 100% to one thing, go full bore to, you know, take, do whatever it takes to get that thing what you want. And don't sit back till you have it. Do not settle for anything. Like you know, we say when we go for workouts, you'll find ten reasons why not to go to the gym. Yeah. Find that one reason why you should go to the gym. So exactly for that one reason, you should do whatever makes you happy. You know, there'll be times wherein you will not get result as you want. But at least end of the day you have to be satisfied that you give you hundred percent. If you have shied away, if you have laced around even for that one percent, then you don't have the right to get this. You did not give. If you haven't given you hundred percent. But if you have percent ki bhi hai, fir you don't have the right. Rather, right to be disappointed. And yes, and one very important thing what I have learned is uh, you know, you have to learn to be happy in others' purpose. Just because you don't get it or you don't get it, it doesn't mean that you're jealous of your face and you're jealous of your face and you're jealous of your face. That's why you're jealous of No. I always believe that hard work, hard work is always. It will. Today, tomorrow, tomorrow. You will get the results. Just keep doing your hard work and focus. What is the path ahead for Shruti? What are your plans? See, as of now, uh, I'm uh, frankly, I'm enjoying uh, this thing after Mrs. India, getting into, uh, I wouldn't say glamour, but yes, getting into the industry, finding my feet here, keeping my uh, social cause constant. Event, my eventual goal, if you ask me, is I want to uh, join United Nations and work on a global platform for social cause. This entertainment and uh, this industry is good. If it's giving me uh, uh, enough money to survive, then yes, I'll continue my social cause and this. But yes, I would uh, want to continue my flying career, which is uh, my main priority, along with my social cause and this. So if you ask me, uh, probably 10 years down the line, uh, probably we'll be recording another podcast, I'll be uh, calling it from United Nations wherever they posted me <laughs> that is my eventual to work for United Nations as an Indian representative all the very best for your uh, coming uh, competition and we wish the crown comes thank you so much thank you babe thank you so much it was really nice talking to you so much for listening for more of such inspiring stories follow us on instagram facebook and anchor